have chosen to practice faith, and I'm holding fast to my confession of faith. My faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of the Lord. I will hear the voice of the good shepherd. I will hear my father's voice, the voice of strangers. I will no longer hear the mighty name of Jesus. I decree and I declare that no weapon fashioned against me, they will not prosper. And every tongue rising up against me, they are condemned in Jesus' name. I decree and I declare that I can do all things through Jesus' prayer that strengthens me. Nothing shall be impossible with me. All things are possible with me in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, as your word come this morning, I pray, my Father and my God, that your word will accomplish and prosper in what has been sent to do. Your name alone will be glorified, Father. And every one of us will be blessed. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Good morning, sir. God bless us all in Jesus' name. We thank God for another day that he has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it in Jesus' name. This morning, we'll be looking at Isaiah chapter 61 and verse 3. Isaiah chapter 61 and verse 3. And the message title is Throw Away the Ashes. Throw Away the Ashes. Isaiah 61 verse 3 says, To appoint unto them that mourn in Zion, to give unto them beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for anointing, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness, that they might be called trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that he might be glorified. Throw away the ashes. For the past few days, it's been very strong in my spirit about unforgiveness. Unforgiveness, it has been coming and repeatedly coming. And I believe that today the Lord has something to say to one of us on the platform this morning on forgiveness and we need to throw away the ashes the bible says that to give unto them beauty for ashes beauty for ashes we need to throw away the ashes there's nothing we want we want to do with ashes in those days when we were very young i used to see they take the ashes to wash um the back the back of the pot for cleaning Lord, I don't know um, what that does. Amen. And the Bible, the dictionary defines ashes. Ashes is defined as the powders and residue left after the burning of a substance. And ashes is not supposed to be for keeps. It is to be thrown away. It is not a trophy. You know, victors, they throw away ashes. But victims, they keep their ashes and keeping your ashes is a sign of defeat. Winners throw away ashes. Losers, they keep the ashes. Beloved, unforgiveness will do no one any good. Unforgiveness will not do me any good. Unforgiveness will not do you any good. Praise the Lord. Amen. It is not something that goes easily, but you can pray it out of your life. It doesn't go easily, but we can pray it out of our lives. Praise the Lord. Mm -hmm. I remember years back, um, I believe it, in the early 80s, and it was a Sunday afternoon. Um, no, I think it was a Saturday afternoon. It's not Sunday. It was a Saturday afternoon. I was waiting at a bus stop, and I waited for a very long time, expecting the bus would come and the bus would take me home. And, I was, and it was a very sunny day. I was back home in Nigeria. And um, 
all of a sudden I saw my uncle, I saw the driver flashing at me. The car was coming. I was excited in my spirit. I was very happy. At last, at least I would get a lift home. As they were getting closer and the driver was trying to park beside me, my uncle ordered him to move. And they moved away. And that day, I was filled with hunger inside of me. This thing has happened years ago. This man retired and he moved to England. He was living in London. Um, he tried everything possible to come and visit me in Ireland. I always try to say no way. Each time I remember what happened, I'm filled with unforgiveness. The man died years after. At the burial, I was invited to, um, to, to take a prayer, so I didn't go. The night that he was buried, the Lord said to me, Emmanuel, if I call you home today, where do you think you are going? Beloved, it is not an easy thing. It doesn't go easily. But I believe that there's a particular person on this platform. Uh, last night, my spirit was telling me to get myself ready. Uh, I said, I have someone already invited. I'm not ministering until Friday. But, you know, sometimes when you resist the Holy Spirit, he knows how to handle handle the person. Beloved, unforgiveness will do you no good. It will do me no good. And the Lord will have mercy on us all in the mighty name of Jesus. In the book of Galatians chapter 5, verse 19 to 21, it talks about the works of the flesh. Ashes represent the works of the flesh. Now the works of the flesh are manifest, which are these, adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lasciviousness, idolatry, witchcraft, hatred, various emulations, wrath, strife, seditions, heresies, envies, you know, um, and, and drunkenness, revelings, and such like of the which I tell you before. As I have also told you in the time past, that they which do such things shall not inherit the kingdom of God. Mm -hmm. Ashes represent the works of the flesh. Do not keep unforgiveness. Let's throw away the ashes of unforgiveness. Let's throw it away. It's ashes. Throw it away. I need to throw it away. You need to throw it away. Beloved, there's no way that you will not, people will not offend you. As we live on this planet, heart, amen. People will do things to hurt you. They will do things, but we need to forgive. And not just only forgive, we need to forget. Because as long as you are remembering that thing, it is bound that unforgiveness, that thing will rise unforgiveness inside of you. That is why we need to forget, not just forgive, but also to forget. And the Lord will help us in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. It is not an easy thing, but by the help of God, you can pray it out of your life. Amen. And not throw away the ashes of unforgiveness, the ashes of bitterness and hatred towards Penina before pre presenting herself to God. And God heard her prayers and granted her a petition. You know, any moment that Anna is going to Shiloh, Penina knew the key. She will use the key and, you know, say all manner of things to her. 
So you cannot present yourself before God filled with unforgiveness. It is not possible. And expecting that a holy God will, will hear a heart that is filled with unforgiveness. But Anna realized that if I go to Shiloh this year with this same thing that Penina is doing to me, definitely I'm not going to receive my miracle. Anna had to throw away the ashes of unforgiveness and bitterness. As Penina was doing what she normally would do to Anna, Anna just looked at her and said, God bless you, Penina. I want to let you know that I am going to Shiloh and I'm coming back with my miracle today. Mm -hmm. this year. And, and, and it was so for her in Jesus' name. Joseph mm -hmm. threw away the ashes of unforgiveness when he met with his brothers in Egypt. When they came to buy food, to buy brains, he told them, you meant it for evil, but God meant it for good. He has the power to throw them into jail for the rest of their lives because pharaoh already handed over egypt to joseph he said whatever you do in this land amen nobody will question or query you when joseph met them he wept over their shoulders you know they were not expecting that joseph will get to where they met him. Beloved, we need to forgive and forget. I want to beg us this morning, please let go and let God. As you refuse to forgive, especially between husbands and wives, your prayers will be hindered. The Bible says in the book of First Peter, chapter three and verse seven, likewise ye husbands, dwell with them according to knowledge giving honor unto the wife as unto the weaker vessel and as being here together of the grace of life that your prayers may not be hindered unforgiveness hindered prayers it hinders prayers especially between husband and wife as a husband you can't say you want to do it alone as a wife, you can't say, I want to go on my knees alone. You have to do it gently. The Lord will have mercy in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. There was a woman, that, there was a man that moved out of a marriage. I had, they, 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 they were staying somewhere in, in Ibano, in Nigeria. And um, she moved out of the marriage for seven years. The man moved out, you know, I don't know, maybe he went to, and marry another woman. I think he, he, he went. He went to Portacot, and they said this woman every morning when she wakes up, she rain. She rain. She rain curses on the husband, and as she rain curses on the husband, the man, you know, you know, initially was I mean, they were communicating at it once in a while. The man just blocked her from every means of communication, and a day came in the life of this woman. She heard that she needs to forgive. She heard that she needs to forgive. And instead of getting like uh, curses on this man, begin to bless him. You know, send blessings to, to him. And as the, as the woman each morning when she wakes up, she'll, you know, pray for the husband that has left her for seven years. And a day came after she started praying for the husband that the man came back home 
went on his knees and mm. asked the woman, please forgive me. I want to assure you that I'm back home now. The moment she used in praying and blessing the husband was only a few weeks compared to the seven years that she had used in raining courses on the husband. Do you know, can you see how prayer works? Few weeks compared to, maybe let's say seven weeks, compared to seven years. Beloved, we need to throw away the ashes on unforgiveness. It is not like I said to us, it is not easy because it took me years. It took mm. me years to still, you know, keep myself in unforgiveness against this, my uncle. If he decides he's not giving me a lift home, it is his car. At least there's no way I will not get home that day. Praise the Lord. Mm. Matthew chapter 5 and verse 8 says, Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Beloved, if you don't have a pure heart, Towards God, you cannot see God. Your prayer can never be answered. Our God is the holy God. And the Bible says that his eyes is too pure to behold iniquity. Unforgiveness is iniquity. You cannot see God if you don't have a pure heart. You cannot have a pure heart in unforgiveness. It is not possible. It is not possible. You cannot have a pure heart in unforgiveness. Whoever the person is that has hurt you, please, this morning, I want you to release the person and also release yourself. Unforgiveness is you are holding the person, you are holding the person by the truth that you are not going anywhere. The person may not be going anywhere, but you yourself, you are not going anywhere. I don't know who I'm talking to this morning. I don't know what this message is for this morning, but I believe that I'm talking to myself because I'm going to begin to look in any area, anyone that even maybe the person has unforgiveness against me. I'm going to cry to God that God should forgive the person so that, I, so that the person will not hinder me. Unforgiveness is like a seed planted. When it's planted, it is definitely going to grow roots. When you plant a seed, the seed will grow, grow roots. Amen. So when this, when the unforgiveness, when it, you know, is growing root, the consequence of unforgiveness do not disappear because you started doing good things. As long as you are still holding the person in unforgiveness, beloved, what is hindering that prayer? Why has God not come true for you? Is there anyone that you are holding in unforgiveness? And you are wondering what is going on with my life. What, you know, exactly is going on? I want us to look carefully. Who is that person that's hurt you that you have refused, that you have said over my dead body? Who is that person? Over your dead body, if you are saying over your dead body, do you know what you are saying to yourself? If you keep unforgiveness in your hearts, it's a decision you made yourself. And it is only to your damage. You are carrying unnecessary weight. You are carrying unnecessary burden. Unforgiveness is unnecessary weight that a person is carrying. It's unnecessary burden. Beloved, let us bring it before the feet of Jesus this morning in the place of prayer. Because it is not God intended for you or for me. It is rebellion against God. 
Unforgiveness is rebellion against God. It is a sin that does not go away until you deal with it. And how do you deal with it? In the place of prayer. The love to err is human, to forgive is divine. As long as we are in this world, offenses will come. The only person free are those that are in the grave. Unforgiveness is more dangerous than COVID-19. It is a deadly poison. We are to give no room to unforgiveness. Remember in the book of Matthew chapter 18, verse 21 and 22, Peter asked a question, said, Lord, how often shall my brother sin against me and I forgive him? The Lord said unto him, 70 times 7, 490 times in a day. That means we are not to give room to unforgiveness. People will do things, they will say things that, you know, there's no way. You know, and the person may not even mean, you know, may not even mean it. You know, sometimes we do things without even thinking. We say things without thinking sometimes. But the person that, you know, that in, that it in is said to, you want to say, are you? Okay, you will know that. Me, if someone hurts me for 10 years, I'm still holding on to it. 20 years, what are you doing with it? They are ashes. Why are you keeping the ashes of unforgiveness? That's why I'm asking us in, in, the, in the name of Jesus, please throw away, throw it away this morning. Throw it away. Throw away the ashes of unforgiveness. Many are grounded, miracles delayed due to unforgiveness. In unforgiveness, it is less of prayer and more of action on your own parts. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Beloved, there are dangers of unforgiveness. There are dangers of unforgiveness. I had one day from a, a, a pastor friend about another friend and um, they said the pastor was interpreting it happened in Porter Court in Nigeria. It was interpreting for um, a man of God, a guest minister. And as he was interpreting the cell, the man slumped and died on the altar. And the two came to the mortuary. On the third day, the elders of the church, they said they went um, to, just to, they were preparing for the burial of this, um, of this pastor. And they said when they got there, they saw the man, the man began to, began to jack and he came back to life and were, the man was saying no 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 my pastor cannot be in hell my pastor cannot be in hell filled with tears say my pastor cannot be in hell they said what's happened and the man said for the past three days God took him and took him to hell and in hell he saw the woman that led him to Christ and when he saw the woman he said what are you doing here pastor and the woman said, a sister in the church offended her and she swore never to forgive. Do you know when God will take you home? Do you know when the owner of that soul will ask request of that soul from you? When the man came back, the man went about preaching on unforgiveness. He had no other message. Beloved, we need to throw away the ashes of unforgiveness. Mark chapter 11 and verse 24. The, the Bible says, 
God will forgive us as we forgive those that trespassed against us. If you refuse to, I want you to know for sure that I don't, you know, it's impossible that God also will forgive as long as you are holding on to unforgiveness. As we bring the fault of others, so also God brings out our own fault. Our unforgiveness prevents your Christian identity. Unforgiveness prevents your spiritual claims. When you are in unforgiveness, it prevents your Christian identity. Praise the Lord. Unforgiveness prevents the effectiveness of prayers. Unforgiveness prevents the effectiveness of prayers. It is a waste of time. It is a waste of effort. It is a waste of attempts. Because the God that you are appearing before, amen, sees everything about you, even the things that you don't know about yourself. It knows every minute details about you. It knows the hand from the beginning. Everything lay bare before God. Everything is naked before God. You cannot hide yourself. Fear with unforgiveness and say you are standing before God. Do you know who this God is? He is a holy God. He is so holy that you cannot be filled with unforgiveness and expect that it will hear and answer your prayers. Unforgiveness attracts the assignment of the ministry of tormentors. When you look at Matthew chapter 8 and verse 24, it talks about the unforgiving servant. You know, the, 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 the servant owed the master so much money. And she, he came before the master and asked for mercy, and the master forgave. Now, the man, that same man went out moments after. He saw someone that was not owing him, maybe five euro. He held the person by the throat. If you don't give me my five euro today, I will deal with you, and he dealt with him. And others that witnessed what happened earlier, they went and reported to the master. And the master handed him over to tormentors. Unforgiveness attracts the you know ministry of tormentors. If you don't forgive, you have agreed to be surrendered to tormentors. Beloved, we need to forgive. Please forgive. Throw away the ashes. There are all manner of afflictions going on today. Maybe it's due to unforgiveness. Demonic spirits afflict and inflict pains on people. Unforgiveness invites trouble into life. Look at April chapter 12 and verse 15. The root of bitterness invites troubles. Beloved, I'm begging us this morning, let's throw away the ashes of unforgiveness. Unforgiveness leads people to eternal damnation. Unforgiveness is the high road, high road to hellfire. If you are anyone on this platform this morning, you are not high road. Please, I want you to leave that road and come back. Come back to Jesus. Come back to Jesus. Our access to grace is hindered when we are in unforgiveness. The Lord show mercy this morning in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Remember that you have been forgiven by God. 
If God were to mark iniquity, if God were to mark iniquity, if God were to mark iniquity, who can stand? If God were to mark iniquity, Psalm 130 and verse 3, can any one of us stand? If God were to mark iniquity, if God were to look at my shortcomings and your shortcomings, can any one of us stand? Remember that your eternity is at stake. Beloved, we'll be going to place of prayer in the next few minutes. I will not hand, I will not hand in hell in the mighty name of Jesus. You will not hand in hell in Jesus' name. Amen. The mighty name of the Lord Jesus. I receive grace from God to forgive, to release all that have for, all that offended me in the mighty name of Jesus. Who is the person? You know that that answer to your prayers may be just because you are still in unforgiveness. Do you know that this morning God can give you that miracle that you have been waiting on him for, for years? Do you know that as you release, as you forgive, as you throw away the ashes of unforgiveness, do you believe that this morning God is able to hand over that miracle to you this morning? Mm. In Job chapter 42 and verse 10, the Bible says, And the Lord turned the captivity of Job when he prayed for his friends. And also the Lord gave twice as much as he had before. You know, what were the friends doing? The friends were the ones that were trying to tell him to curse God and die. They were trying to mislead him. They were trying to say, they were telling him, say things, you know, all manner of things against God. How can God do this to you? How can God be this wicked? And Job was filled with unforgiveness because the, the friends hated God. But the moment that Job, the Bible says in Job 40 verse 10, and the Lord turned the captivity of Job, Beloved, I believe this morning that God will turn around your captivity in the mighty name as you forgive and pray for them. Not just forgive them, but please pray for them. Pray for them. Pray for them. Please. I'm begging us this morning. Pray. Pray for them. Job hated his friends for asking him to cause God and his friends, they could not understand why God will allow Job to go through so much pain. Do you know what it means to have one boil? Talk less of covered, being covered with boils all over you, sores all over. Yeah. I begin to imagine how was this man able to sleep for those nine months? Yeah. How can you sleep when you have one boil? Not talk less of it didn't cover your whole body. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Beloved, yeah. I want us to go into the place of prayer. Yeah. Let's go into the place of prayer. Please unmute yourself. I want to unmute yourself. I want to unmute yourself. I believe that this morning the Lord God will release, will forgive as you release that person. I want us to do it with the ashes of forgiveness. 
I received the beauty of God from my life. Jesus, mighty name, we have prayed. Every seed of unforgiveness that I have planted and they have grown rich. Father, your word says every plant that my heavenly father has not planted, they shall be uprooted. Every seed of unforgiveness that I have planted and they have grown roots. Father, this morning, let them be uprooted in the mighty name of Jesus. Let them be uprooted. Let them be uprooted. Every seed of unforgiveness that I have planted, they have In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Beloved, let's say to God, the Father, unforgiveness is a rebellion against you, O oh Lord. Please have mercy on me. And forgive me as I repent of my sin. It's a rebellion against you. It's a rebellion against you. It's a of my sin. 
Beloved, carrying unnecessary weight, unforgiveness is you carrying unnecessary burden on yourself, unnecessary weight. You know, Matthew eleven twenty eight says, Come unto me, all ye that labor and have and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Let us receive the rest. Let us receive the rest that Jesus gives. Rest from unforgiveness. This burden and this way that we are carrying, let us bring it to the feet of Jesus this morning. Every burden of unforgiveness, every weight of unforgiveness, bring them to your feet this morning. Bring them to your feet at your feet this morning. We invite them to you this morning. Give me rest, my Father. Receive the rest that you want. Say to the Lord this morning that Lord, I throw away the ashes of unforgiveness. Amen. The hand over to Pastor Oku to take the